In a time where parents have the weight of a thousand decisions on their shoulders and every step is like walking in quicksand, adventure's probably not in your focus. However, research shows families who adventure are more resilient and have significantly healthier minds and bodies. The purpose of this podcast is to help families connect through simple and authentic adventure experiences. Welcome to Ordinary Sherpa, your online community designed to help you connect, reach your summit, and create meaningful adventure experiences with your family. Hello, and welcome to Ordinary Sherpa. I'm your host, Heidi Dusick. I just had the realization today as I was recording episode 21 that you guys, we hit we hit episode 20 and I love hearing all of the encouraging comments. I read a statistic recently that I don't remember what percentage. See, this is where I fall apart. I don't actually remember the specific things. I remember the concept. So the concept was that a large majority of podcasters don't release more than 10 episodes or they get stuck at 10 episodes. And so I feel really encouraged to be at 20. And I have had a whirlwind of excitement coming from listeners this week. I had a really fun interaction with many of my Sherpas on the Ordinary Sherpa Facebook group. Again, that is where I get to interact with you as listeners. So please go check us out. And it was just fun because the whole purpose for me, if you go back to my story, you don't even have to go back and listen to my story. But one of my pain points has been that we make adventure so hard hard. And it doesn't have to be hard. And it's very exclusive. It seems like everything is for an individual who's really good at something and can do these extreme things. And my intention was really to create simple adventures that foster connection between families, between family members, family to family. And I got to experience a little bit of that this week. I think it's safe to publicly say when this episode launches, we will have been on a one-way ticket to Florida to buy an RV and drive it home back to Wisconsin. And this is actually going to be an episode. It has to be an episode. There are a lot of adventure stories baked into that episode. Just so you know, that is going to come out in a couple of weeks. It is called One Way Adventure. I'm planning for it right now. So we've got a couple of really fun stories to tell. But I will say the adventure that I need to highlight for this episode is that I have never actually driven an RV before. And my husband needed to go back to work for a couple of days. And so I needed to drive a 32 foot RV with three kids into an RV side and do all the hookups and everything myself. You guys, am I insane? I I kept looking at my husband going, gosh, just can you like pray for me or something? Will you just do that as you're leaving and laughing and like, please hide the hidden cameras because I don't want this to become viral. (laughs) I also joke that son has a YouTube channel. I was like, maybe we should get you really proficient at YouTube because this could go viral and it could be pretty entertaining. Oh my word. It, it was, yes, I can't wait to share the entire story with you. But the purpose of this episode is actually around the question of what do you do when you want adventure in your life, but not everybody's on the same page. You know, not everyone is as interested in the adventure as you are, or it could be vice versa. You know, you're a parent and you're trying to encourage your kid, but you don't want to be the pushy parent. Or you could be, you know, the teenager that's rebelling against your parent and you've just decided that no matter what mom and dad say, it's not cool. There's a thousand different ways that this could show up in families, because remember, this 
podcast is designed to inspire families to connect. If everyone's off doing their own thing, we're not connecting. And we want to make sure we're doing activities together to connect. But it doesn't have to be difficult. So I want to introduce the concept of the no thank you try approach. Many times when I'm talking with listeners, one person in a family unit is adventurous and the other is not. You know, you see that a lot in couples and in partnerships and in friendships where your opposites really balance each other out. Or you have one child that really would prefer to like, hang out and watch a movie. And that's fine, right? We want to honor all of those strengths. I want to give you an insight or a tip. As I think about our family, our own experiences, I should go back to when I was a child. (laughs) You guys would kind of chuckle. I actually am not very adventurous person initially. I like to like stay under the radar. I'm a middle child. I'm the only girl. I like to stay under the radar. I was kind of a pleaser. I loved to be like a silent rebel, so I would do things without people knowing them. And I'm not like saying I was naughty or anything like that, but I just was not an outward adventurous person. And one of the ways I always, I still look back and laugh because I was the pickiest eater. We joke, I'm quite certain that about five of my meals per week was cheese on a bun. That was it. I ate cheese. I'm such a Wisconsin girl. I loved cheese and I loved noodles and I loved bread. I don't think I ate any fruits or vegetables. I did not eat a berry until I was in college. I didn't eat a salad until I was in college. I never tried any ethnic food, any type of Asian cuisine, even Mexican. I mean, I would have a cheese and meat taco like I was such a seven-year-old until I went to college. And that's when I started exploring other things and trying things on. So what I learned from that, though, was I didn't necessarily want my kids to be picky eaters. And I also didn't want to force them to eat it because there I do recall a time when my mom made imitation crab legs and they were disgusting and I just wanted to vomit. And she was determined, both my mom and dad were determined that I was going to eat that crab leg. And like every time I put it near my mouth, I was like, I couldn't do it. So I didn't want to be the forceful hand that says, you don't have a choice. This is it. You know, there are times in our life for that, but this isn't one of them. Adventure is not something I want to force on my kids. I want to strongly encourage so that they feel like they're missing out if they don't join us. So we have a strategy. It's with food. It's with anything. It's with anything that's new. We call it a no thank you try where you don't have to commit to eating an entire dinner of whatever tonight's dinner is. You just have to have a taste on your plate. And I always say you have to have three bites because the first bite, you're still like so emotionally tied to the fact that you don't like it. The second bite, you maybe actually got enough to taste. And so by the third time, you can actually decide if your taste buds recognize it and if you don't actually like it. There's a statistic that says it takes eight attempts to determine if you actually like something or not. The key is consistency. Keep trying, keep doing things, keep, yeah, and I'm so not consistent, but I think this strategy is helping me be a little bit more consistent. This came from a conversation, though. I want to give a shout out. B. Evans, who is a lovely person, you should go listen to her podcast. It's called Tear Out the Tags. She posted on Instagram the other day, how do you encourage your kids to try the things you love without being a pushy parent? And I thought it was a really intriguing conversation. And I said, well, we use the no thank you try approach. And then I was like, I don't think I've ever explained the no thank you try approach. So 
we know that failure has value, that being vulnerable and not necessarily having things go according to plan is actually where the greatest growth happens. So it's okay to try new things and not be good at them. We know that getting outside of our comfort zone and that stretch zone, those things are good. That means things are progressing. If you're not afraid of something, that usually means you're too comfortable and you need to change. Now, that's not necessarily where everybody wants to be in your family. And trust me, you don't want a family all of entrepreneurial risk takers. (laughs) That also is not ideal. So it was a really interesting concept, and it reminded me that a couple of weeks ago, I was giving a presentation to a women's professional leadership group, and one of the people attending said, you know, I really love adventure, but my husband doesn't. Like, do you have any tips? And it took me a little while to process, and I realized, oh, it's the no thank you try approach, that adventure doesn't always even have to be an outdoor activity. There are ways to try new and adventurous things. So again, remember, adventure is not necessarily an epic outdoor activity. Adventure is stretching yourself outside of your comfort zone. It's gaining a new experience. It happens to be the outdoors mostly for me because that's my happy place. But for this person, if the outdoors isn't their thing, but what if cooking is? Okay, so let's do an adventurous meal tonight. Let's do some brand new recipe, some ethnic cooking or some, I don't know, something really fabulous. Or a fun adventure that my daughter and I started trying this week. We, it was kind of funny, actually, we were driving back from skiing up north a couple weekends ago and a commercial came on the radio. And I think it said something to the effect of, do you want to learn a new language? And she just yelled, yes. It was so cute. She's eight years old. She's absolutely adorable and innocent and sweet. And I loved it. I was like, you do? And she goes, yes. And then it listed all these all these languages. And she's like, mom, I want to learn Russian. And I was like, you do? Well, that's fantastic. Let's do that. And I had heard on a previous episode, actually with Ed T, he uses Pimsleur. Pimsleur is a free a language learning program, just actually heard that they had an app. And so I downloaded the app. And this week, we started doing conversational German. She had taken German in elementary school. I took German through like 200 level in college. So and I was an exchange student in German. So I, I can understand it. I don't speak it very well. And I definitely don't read or write it very well. But it was fun because I was like, oh, the first lesson was in Chiligunzi. And I was like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> it was really fun because I hadn't, you know, I hadn't used those muscles in such a long time. And we had a really good conversation going. And my husband walked in and was like, uh, yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, nine. Z. And I was like, yeah, you're out. You'll have to come back for the lesson later. The fun thing in all of that, though, was that was a new experience that was sitting on our couch. My daughter is a little bit more of an indoor girl. She likes to play inside. Although she told me this week, she said, Mom, do you remember when I used to stay in the house all the time and play and you'd always have to tell me get outside for at least 20 minutes if you don't even want to do that? Just take your toys and play outside. And I was like, yeah, I remember that. She goes, have you noticed I don't play inside as much anymore? I made it a goal when we were doing mindfulness one time. I made it a goal that I was going to play outside more. And I was like, holy cow, she's so much smarter than I am. I wouldn't have. But I think that for her is trying something new that's more adventurous for her. And that's her own definition. So she's trying this on. She's taking her own little no thank you try approach. And my kids do this all the time. And I am always astonished at how 
this practice of no thank you tries and the creativity and the things that come out of it is actually creating these really rich connections and they're super simple. These are things we do in our backyards. I know this is really hard with teenagers. I know they don't necessarily want to be around you. Let's redefine what adventure means for them. Or even if it's a stubborn spouse or a partner or someone who just has a different interest, maybe it's music, maybe it's think about what adventure could be in their realm. And you have to give and take a little bit. And in some cases, we just do it, right? There's times when you just do it anyway. If I am on vacation, and we show up at a trail, I'm not staying back with you because you don't want to do it. You know, that ain't happening today. <laughs> Trust me, if there's a waterfall involved, I'm not willing to sacrifice my joy to be with my child who is kind of in a mood. So we do make that blatant line that there are times when you don't have a choice. And we're going to do this as a family. And 90% of the time, they're just like hungry or tired. And so give them a snack and let's go. And then you bribe them with ice cream because ice cream solves a lot of problems in our house. So the other thing I'm going to leave you with today is a quote. I heard Seth Godin on, I believe it was the Design Matters podcast, but he asked Debbie Millman's, when is the last time you tried something for the first time? And I was like, oh, that's the question. That is the question I need to ask people who are struggling with this. Because adventure can be so many different new experiences. It can be going for a hike. It can be starting a podcast. It can be creating a new cuisine. It can be so many different things. It's not necessarily about what you are doing. It's the fact that you are doing it for the first time. You're trying something that is outside your comfort zone and you are not the expert. The intent is not to be the black diamond climber. And I always, I think this is part of my challenge in raising kids. And one of the things that really I don't want to say push me away, but one of the reasons I was struggling as a teacher was there's this instant gratification society that we want to be the best and not put in the work. And I'm pretty lucky. My kids are pretty adventurous and they're very proficient skiers is one example. They're better skiers than I am, but we started it too. And my 11-year-old can race pretty well and he can do pretty well, but he puts in the work. And I think there's some expectation. He had a couple instances this, this winter where I think his friends got a little jealous or they were they just weren't feeling very nice. Let's put it that way. And I said to him, I said, do you think maybe they're jealous because you're really good and they want to be as good as you, but they haven't been skiing very long? So it was a good conversation. It was a good learning moment. And there's going to be times then like, what could you do to make their first taste, to make their no thank you try enjoyable? Because the other thing is, if you're the bystander or if you're a member of that party, and if you make the no thank you try horrible, if you rub it in the face of how bad they are, that's that's not really a connection that you want to maintain. That's not really an experience you want to repeat. So there's a couple of different layers. First of all, define what the adventure is. Number two, explore how can I make this a no thank you try? And number three, how do we create the experience so that they want to repeat this no thank you try? How do we make it enjoyable and overcoming challenges? Because nobody is going to come out of this being amazing. That's not the intent of the thank you try. The intent of the thank you try is to say, okay, my toes are wet. I'm curious and I'm going to take a step forward. Or uh, my toes are wet and that was freezing and I want to go back in the hot tub. There are two different ways. And 
And we have to accept that sometimes we're like, okay, that adventure, a little too much adventure, went a little too far. Those are all things that we learn on this journey. And I am so glad that you've hung with me. This is definitely a journey. We are connecting and I know that this isn't going to be solved tomorrow. I am so grateful that so many of you have reached out to me. I always want to give just a quick shout out to anyone that leaves a written review. And so this week's written review is from Scout's Guide. Fantastic family travel podcast. Love this podcast. So many good ideas and travel hacks. Also love that it's a Midwest based, but Heidi has experience with national and international travel. I've enjoyed all of the guests and topics so far. Please subscribe. Thank you, Scout Scout's Guide. It's truly one of those things. I never expect people to write a written review, but it's always one of those little gifts. And then when people write really nice things, I'm sitting on the other side of the microphone kind of blushing going, oh, you guys, that was so sweet. <laughs> because the people don't say these things to your face very often. And it's just a real joy and a pleasure that I am able to help create the space for families to connect through adventure. If you would like to be, I also want to announce, I am not going to actually be doing a giveaway this week. I'm going to postpone it until I get home. And that giveaway is for some homemade Northeast Wisconsin maple syrup. If you would like to be entered in that giveaway, you can leave a written review. I have a tutorial. If you go to OrdinarySherpa.com backslash review, that will walk you through the entire process. Apple does not make it easy to leave a written review. However, it is one of the greatest indicators of how well this podcast will be exposed to other listeners. So it's a huge nod to the podcaster if you are able to do that or an author or, or any content creator for that matter. The second thing you need to do is subscribe to the email list. That can be found at OrdinarySherpa backslash subscribe. It has been such a joy and an honor. I love connecting with you. Thank you so much for your kind words. And I hope your actionable tip, if nothing else, if it's not a no thank you try, then start asking yourself, when is the last time I did something for the very first time? And let's go after it. <laughs>